0: Would subscribe to the podcast, and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast and Maggie. You can reach us at our email address, LouisianaLadiesPodcast at gmail.com. All right, Maggie, here we go. Another episode of Louisiana Ladies, and we are happy to announce that Maggie, well, Maggie's wearing um, Apple iPhone, well, not iPhone, but just Apple headphones, Mm -hmm. but because we have an extra guest that we are going to be introducing in a little bit today, uh, but we have actual headphones. um, They're looking legit. They do look legit. So we're working on our audio basically, and how everything sounds coming through. Um, just FYI, for those of you who have never produced a podcast, the audio is probably the most challenging um, part of it. What do you think, Lainey? Oh, definitely. Uh, especially when you have different guests in. I'm loud. Maggie's not as loud. Everybody already knows that. So anyway, so we're winging this. But anyway, um, happy Monday. How are you doing, Maggie? positive today yes good vibes only (laughs) maggie's about to head on vacay yeah so that's exciting i i have been ordering a bunch of stuff i don't know why i do this before every trip because it's fun it's like i need all these things yes and i'm gonna be a different person in chicago evidently like all these things i just need that are new yeah (laughs) because chicago maggie's different than Louisiana, Maggie. Ooh, so, what's different about Chicago, Maggie? No, I'm just... Do re- tell. I'm just referring to, like, all the things I'm buying. Like, I, I got, like, all these rings that I'm going to wear and, like, cute tops. Like, just stuff that I don't wear here. But that makes you happy. It does. Yes. I love a good bake. Va- I mean, we're, we're going to Jackson Hole at the end of August, and I think at the end of August, it's actually... Maybe in the forties there at night, so of course I'm gonna be like, all right, let me go buy a whole bunch of winter clothes. Well, your puffer, gotta bring your puffer jacket. Gotta bring the puffer jacket. I love puffer the jacket. puffer jacket. Okay, so I wanted to start really quick before we bring on our guest. Um So there, I'm not a big TV person, as we all know, which is very ironic that I'm about to suggest two TV shows when our guests own a bookstore. <laughs> About the timing, but you know. So uh, anyway, there is a TV show called Sweet Tooth. Has anybody heard of this? I have not. Okay, so Patrick was like, "It's going to make you cry," and he was right. It definitely has uh, made me cry. Uh, but it's such a good it's such a good show, and it looks like it's on Netflix. And so it's kind of hard to explain the premise, but uh, I just googled it. They do a much better job of the summary. On a perilous adventure in a post-apocalyptic. Thank you. Apocalyptic <laughs> world. A boy who's half human and half deer searches for a new beginning with the gruff protector. So it's kind of weird. The premise is weird, but it's such, you just fall in love with this little boy. He's the cutest thing. So that is not what I thought you were going to say when I heard the title Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth is his nickname that his protector gives him because okay. he likes chocolate and oh. candy. Okay. Okay. So check that one out, of course. Uh, I think that there's only one season. Yeah, one season right now, and I'm just going to tell y'all, I mean, you just get really attached. And then the second, this is actually a movie, so it was Friday night, and Patrick was like, hey, let's watch um, this movie called Fatherhood, and I think that one might be on Hulu. Fatherhood movie. Oh, it's actually on Netflix, and it has, um, the actor is Kevin Hart, who's funny. Yeah. He's hilarious. So, I'm like, this is going to be hilarious. It's really sweet, isn't it? I cried within the first 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm suggesting movies for people to cry, but um, it was really good. Like, normally, I don't stay awake during movies, especially on a Friday night when I'm really tired. So, this one was... Um, it was just, it was, it was good, but, and again, it's very heartfelt and I feel like even if you can't put yourself in his place, you kind of can I don't know, you feel for him, right? So of course, Kevin's funny. I mean, he was funny in the movie, but there's some emotional parts to it, just FYI. So, um, anyway, that's my opening segment and our word of the episode is word of the episode, word of affluent, wealthy or abundant. I feel like we've used that before. I feel like I use it in terms of other things, not wealth. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like I use it when I say if somebody knows something, like you're affluent in something. Is mm-hmm. that when you've that wrong? Hey, was a word of the episode
1: Moxie? Yes. yes. And now that is possibly Rachel's dog's name. Yes. <laughs>
0: so Rachel in our office asked me what she should name her new dog that they're getting in a couple of weeks. And there was, you know, a couple of options. And I said, Moxie. And she goes, I've never heard that word. And she said that her husband like explained the definition. And I was like, I know that word. I think that was word of the episode with Jen. It was
1: with Jen because she talked about the Moxie group in town. And so it was ironic. Yes. So
0: anyway, so that's kind of all we have a short and sweet um, opening segment. So we will now talk to our guests. All right, guys, so we are here with our awesome guests, and um, I am super excited about these guests because everybody on the podcast knows that I think I say a lot of times the things that make me happy is reading a book. Mm-hmm. So we have Terry and James Highfield yep. of Red Stick Reads. They were recommended to us by Sherry Gillio, so shout out to you, Sherry. Hi, Sherry.
1: Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Sherry.
0: So Sherry and I work together at St. Joseph's Academy and Terry, you all yep. work
1: together. And at, I got to work with Sherry at St. Aloysius.
0: Yes. So we're really excited. Thank y'all so much for taking time Thank to you. come in and, and chat you. with us. So, um, I actually had a little conversation with Terry before about our July Book Club books because no. I got a little nervous I was going to say them no. and she was going to be like, ruh row. those no, are terrible. those are great. <laughs> so, again, we're going to give everybody an option. Um, I did do a poll on the Book Club's <laughs> app. <laughs> that sounds so silly saying that. So, people actually did vote. All five people voted. That's on the app. <laughs> okay,
1: I think that's genius.
0: I know. We'll ask
1: you more about that. Okay, later.
0: but go ahead. So, everybody. Please send me your email address and I will add you to this app. Um, so the first book is The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. Um, Terry also uses Goodreads. Big time.
1: I feel so validated. No, oh This is like gosh. an affirmation Goodreads podcast. Goodreads changed my world. Like <laughs> in terms of like, because I would get to the bookstore and I'm like, what is it that I wanted to read? And then I couldn't remember. And then I would pick up several times I picked up books I already read. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Goodreads got me. I've bought a book
0: organized. in an airport before. Mm-hmm
1: and I've read it. Oh, before. yes. Patrick was like, I think you read that book. I'm yes. like, no, I didn't. You the know? Wor- the, I've done it several times. The worst was one, I don't know if you remember this, James, but I had got, went to Barnes and Nobles, picked up a book that was in the bargain section, and I was so excited because I was like, oh, I wanted to read this book, and now I only ha- I can get it for five ninety five. Brought it home. This is before we were married, before kids, like when we actually just laid around the house, and I was like, I'm gonna go tan in the yard, you know. Anyway, I set up drinks, radio, oh. the everything. I start the book, and I'm like, okay, me time. And two chapters in, I'm like, he was the one that killed her, and why do I know this? Oh. And then I'm like, wait, do I, am I just that good? Or, um, or am intuition? I having like a vision? <laughs> sure enough, I speed ahead a little bit. I'm like, I read. I walk into the house. Find the book on my shelf and say to James, I'm oh. done. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, you just started. I'm like, no, I read it already. I know. It's been there, done that. Yeah. It just happened. So mm-hmm.
0: anyway, so this first book, the last thing he told me, has a Goodreads rating of 4.05. Ooh, and that's a fantastic Goodreads rating. See, that's what I thought. I go with over that's, four. <laughs> I go with over four. Yes. Right? Over four is pretty 62, much a sure thing. 62,000 ra-
1: total oh. ratings. And the book just came out May 4th yeah. of 2021. Yeah. No. Mixed reviews or not, All right. that is a good, good review. Okay, good, good. There news. we
0: go. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I feel so validated. Yes. What a great day. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, second one is "We Begin at the End" by Chris Whittaker. Four point two one star or ratings good on stuff. Goodreads. It's good stuff. About twenty four thousand ratings, and this one came out in March second. March second this year. Thank
1: you. Tim. I don't think you're gonna go wrong. <laughs> <All
0: right. laughs> Solid picks. Pass that test. Maybe I should stop being an accountant and do something with books. Yes, there you go. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> are just really fun okay yeah. could never leave okay yes <laughs> me and maggie needed this we'll today. validate
2: your decisions the right entire time
0: yeah yeah so, <laughs> it's a great so, idea. so let's talk about this right okay. so you are a teacher you're I'm still teacher. teaching and james uh, what I'm are you wind
2: no well <laughs> so, james is how we I've indirectly like 20, got here yeah, yeah. so i'm a guy from baton rouge right um are you from here i nope. am yeah yeah, yeah. actually is. um Josephine Ballinger, for whom the scholarship is named after, is my great, great, great aunt. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I come from a long line of Baton Rouge people. Okay. Um. But I've been a, in food service for 24, 25 years. And that's
1: how we met. And I that's how we met. We worked at the Chimes. He was a kitchen manager. Oh. I was a the hostess, then waitress, then office manager. And all, but we met at the Chimes. Okay. And... He I, was I did there. about 10 yeah. years
2: at the Chimes, um, opened the one out on Corsi, and then things ended with them, and I left the Chimes and went to Whole Foods. Uh, I, I worked my way up at Whole Foods and worked there for almost 12 years. Okay. I was the the team leader of the prepared foods department before I decided, in the midst of, after 20-something years of being in food service and being at the top of my game over there, um, that the style of leadership, the investment that it was going to take from me working for a corporation mm-hmm. wasn't... Wasn't working for me anymore. And I was becoming a very unpleasant employee. Yes. I was no longer really happy in that kind of world. And then at home,
1: who was was coming home was incredibly tense. And and then we started having those conversations that are panic filled at first because you're like, what do you do
2: if I leave leave my job? Right. Because we
1: had wonderful insurance, uh, you know, money. Financially Uh,
2: a very good deal.
1: Right. And so. At Whole Foods. Yeah. I've heard Whole Foods is,
0: so. this is just what I've heard. Like Mm -hmm. the benefits are good. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Most time people stay at I stayed too. there yes. for a
2: year after I decided I wanted to leave simply because it was a the
1: benefits a, a, were so a,
2: good. The, the, Health insurance alone was worth more than I could find at a job.
1: Yeah. Get, and then we like, rode that period. for a while.
0: We were like, okay, he can do this. He can put <clears> up with Maybe he's stuck in a rut. Right. Were you like, maybe I'm stuck in a rut?
2: Yeah, and but at the same time, I was in leadership. I mean, like, as far as being stuck in a rut, there wasn't there was, somewhere higher for me to go that I was going to be able to get to without a further commitment. Into. And
1: there were other things going on that there were just... Yeah. We'll say for a toxic, just not toxic, a healthy yeah. environment. And we knew that he was either, <clears> we were at that <throat> point, we like, either this is what you're going to do and you suck it up and we do the best we can right. at home to make you happy or you walk away. And what does it mean if you, and then so the walking away conversation started. And like I said, it was panic. Yeah, yes, of course.
2: I went and talked to a friend of mine, Pat Fellows, who uh, runs a local company, Fresh Junkie, and he does a lot mm-hmm. of races in town and mm-hmm. does salads and stuff like that. And he's an entrepreneur, and Pat has a, a mind frame of that point when you get to where you need to jump. There's not a lot he of weight, to jump. Pat's, right. like, <laughs> Pat's like, "We're jumping, all right." It's like it's going to work out on the way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I went and worked with Pat for a while, and he created a job for me, pretty much uh, catering for LSU athletes. So we. And that was how company. he kind of transitioned yeah, it was like down. The like into, Pat
1: gave us a line. Now, financially speaking, it was like I mean, it was still a pretty big cut. We took a huge mm-hmm. fall, but it, at the time, it felt like his. Mental health was worth it, and we have been down this road before where yeah. job changes happened. It happened with us at the Chimes where we weren't expecting it. It happened. We rolled with that, and then once we saw that we got through that and we knew what it meant to downsize and make things happen, we were like, well, here we are again. We'll right. figure it out again. And so then,
2: the dream came back around that we wanted to own a place of our own. Right. I had and, well, originally wanted to be a restaurant and own and operate a restaurant, okay. and then after having children, realized that it was, it was one or the other as far as where I'd be able to to focus my love and I would much rather be a family man than a restauranteur. So we talked about the bookstore idea and you know. and
1: like spitballing like yeah. what if, if, we, if what would we if want to this be like and do my it? dream you job. Know? And so in that conversation of if you walk away from Whole Foods, right? Where do you walk to next? Do you find another corporate situation? Like do we get you in another safe place? Right? We kind of mm-hmm. know what that looks like already. Or what if what if this is the point where we actually open this bookshop slash food and yeah, drink thing. thing. And we start the motions of that, that we've been saying forever, wouldn't it be cool? And yeah. so we started, okay, you're going to start with Pat and we're going to start working mm. the research of how to do this book short. And so both those things happened yeah. and it was and s- enough, scary. The oddly
2: enough, the LSU Tiger Athletic <laughs> Association who decided to build the big commissary cafe on campus is what decided that we were no longer able to cater to athletes because they took away the budget for them to buy food off
3: campus. Okay. So we were primarily
2: feeding the, the female athletes. We fed the, the swim team and the track team and all those other things. Uh, and then it ended, like, overnight, boom, we could no longer do this job. So at that time, I was like, all right, here we are again. Got to go find a job. So I went to Barnes & Noble. Uh, incidentally, there's not an S at the end of Noble. And they're very, very uh, poignant about that. When oh. We work there. It's Barnes & Noble.
3: I'm pretty sure I say Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Everybody does. always say Barnes & Noble. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, they, they
2: drill that into you. At any rate, so I go and apply for them. And full disclosure, I'm like, hey, look, you know, I'm starting up a bookstore. I like, I want to start a bookstore. Uh, they laugh. I want to get training. <laughs> you know, there's nowhere else Good I luck. can work. Um, to get that sort of information, so would you let me work there? I'm like, yeah, sure, come on. Yeah. So they took me on, and I went work there in the receiving dock for for almost a year. Came out and worked in the front of the house, and I just absorbed as much information from them as I can. Uh, we had found out about this consultant group who works out of Florida who helps people open bookstores, and they offer a boot camp, and it's called Bookstore Boot Camp. So, and they are widely renowned and well, like <laughs> they do good <laughs> things, right? Exist. I know. Who knew? Um, and, and so I actually, I, uh, I bought myself some tickets and went to Amelia Island, Florida, outside of Jacksonville and went to their three day symposium and, and boot camp on how to open a bookstore and came back with a whole lot of information and the knowledge that much like most businesses, you got to have money to make money.
3: Yeah.
1: And so then we, we started to realize we have no business. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, we so if the that's business? the uh,
2: the gate charge, we're not getting in the gate. Right. Um. So we decided we would go with trying a pop-up model. Uh, Which, when I first market.
1: proposed to him, he was like, what? And I'm like, it's a pop-up. Like, you don't have a storefront. <laughs> right. You just pop up at a mar- <laughs> market. <laughs> so, we didn't even know there was a, a whole lot of markets in town, right? So we were thinking
2: about, you know, the farmer's it's like markets a and things book like fair. that. And then we found about the mid city makers market. um, Right. And went and talked with Justin Lemoyne, who uh, is part of the group that puts on the market, and his little office that he had for his architecture firm right there at 541 Eugene. Uh, And this was in like 2018. We sit down with him and talk about it. Because we're not makers. We're not making, we're not
1: writing these books.
2: And he's like, ah, let me talk to the other people involved. Maybe we can get you into the makers market. We'll see if we can. So we we, we postpone for a little while and comes back around till, um, I guess, November of 2019 was the first time we actually did a market. We bought some inventory. We got a tent. We did everything we were supposed to do.
1: White light night. White light night. Mm -hmm. It
2: was going to be huge, Mm -hmm. and it poured down rain.
1: Absolutely. It was just like torrential rain, and we're
2: sitting there with our thousands of dollars of inventory that's totally not resistant to wet, and the walls of our tent are soaking, and there's parts of the water dripping down. We're looking at each other. like, I guess we need to pack up. And At this point, we don't even have Tupperware. We're in like cardboard (laughs) boxes and miscellaneous crates and stuff, hauling stuff, and my mom's old garden cart and things. I mean, it's... And we're just like...
1: What do yeah, we do? We got we
2: to gotta get out of here. So we start to, like, I, I make the run back to the car to get the, the dolly. I'm coming back. And when I get back, like, my aunt from Tulsa, Oklahoma, is in the in the tent with her family, and they're all buying books. So they, they buy a lot of books. And that's, like, our first customer. And then the rain stopped. And then, like, thousands of people came out. It and crazy. it was crazy. And we had the, the most amazing night. evening. And like the, everybody at the market we're was like, oh, this is one of the best light nights light, yet. They were like, oh, wow, this
1: is cool. Did y'all sell out of books? No. No, we did not sell we out We did not sell out of books major... yet, but we
2: did have a very, very uh, strong showing. Yeah. We sold out and it of, was crazy. We didn't, like, make, we didn't know what
1: to expect.
0: Books. So it was just awesome. Do you know what I think is interesting about this? And it's like, you know, so it's 2021. We've got a crap ton of technology, mm-hmm. right? But people still like to read. Yeah. And people still like to read books. actual, an actual, right. an
1: actual book. I'm a I guess book sniffer. I'm a book sniffer. Me <laughs> I I Let's talk about that for a moment.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> because like I, to
1: the older the better. Like if I could uh, bottle an old book perfume. We talk about we Maybe cables, you can make an essential oil. <laughs> oil. Can you make an essential oil? <laughs> oh, my. oh, gosh. Wait, I, I love you already.
2: Like, ice will form differently under different, like, uh, environmental stresses. I don't know if you all know that, but, like, snowflakes will spontaneously generate, when they form ice crystals, will do so differently depending on what kind of music they are being played like vibrations and the positivity or negativity of those vibrations will affect the crystalline structure of snowflakes
0: I wonder hold on i to interrupt you really quick this is a shout out to my husband Patrick because he knows the most random information oh. so Patrick when you listen to this let me know if you if knew you, that okay.
1: fact okay it's still-
2: and so the reason I said is if you made an essential oil from literature would it make a difference what the story was when oh. you distilled it as to what feeling that right like if it's a thriller as
1: side opposed, side opposed to a <laughs> romance <roller coaster. laughs> <laughs> side, okay right side, side this
0: is puzzle. where I come in. there. Awesome. So I just throw things so okay. you can drip the oil in new books and give it that. <gasps> oh, this is, a, this okay. is
2: this is the you know the first Harry Potter.
0: Correct.
2: Okay. <laughs> it's going to be gold.
1: <laughs> so this is a monthly installment we're going to be doing? mean, <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. Let's okay. do it. All right. Let's do it. Makes me happy. Okay. Anyway,
2: that aside can be edited out. I apologize. <laughs>
0: so there go. We love this. Okay. And Lainey, do you like to read? I do. Matt I like to one read What one an
2: on-point question. Do you read?
0: Are you a reader? I don't read as often as
1: I would like to, but I like yeah. a physical book. But see, yeah, reader, I've always yeah.
0: been a reader. I went to St. Thomas More. We had the yeah. Accelerated Reader Program, and okay. I was the person who always had like so many free points you Got to do the lock-in. Oh one my gosh!
1: Night. And I was okay. I will say this: I was the opposite. I Winter loathed, hated.
2: Reading. It was Hurricane Andrew. Yeah, but is it hard. because
1: of the summer reading books you had to
0: do when you were That's in school? The- no, me, yes. uh, no. Okay, I I, guess, I could yes and no.
1: But I think for me, okay, a lot of it for me was so English is not my first language. Spanish is, and so learning how to read, learning how to speak English was incredibly difficult learning how to read was incredibly difficult so I associated reading with just a chore like it was hard I could I wasn't pronouncing things right yeah. I was always being correct I think that's legitimate yeah so I was like reading equals reason. yucky and then I had tutors forever so it was just like to me it was just an extension of school and school was hard yeah. so I didn't didn't want it I didn't I mean and then High school came around, and then there were some books that were like, okay, this might be interesting. But then I met uh, my my best friend in high school, Sylvia Gonzalez, who's a brain like Harvard went to Harvard brain, mm. and was a reader. And I had never seen a kid, a, a person my age that enjoyed reading for that it wasn't related to like a school assignment. Mm-hmm. So Sylvia was like a unicorn. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And why? Like, she wouldn't talk to me. I'd be in her house and she'd be reading. I'm like, how rude. And I'm like, but now <laughs> I get it. Like, she's like, let me just one chapter, one chapter. And I'd be like, fine. Oh, oh, I'd sit there wait for her to read it. <laughs> but anyway, so then I figured out in high school, Sylvia was such a brain. Sylvia would help me pass the classes so I didn't have to read. Then I, you know, I, I say this story all the time, but it's but it's the truth. Hurricane Andrew came through Florida, in nineteen ninety two. Long story short, I was without power in our house for about a month. Oh wow! And this is before smartphones. Like we were, I mean, I, I, was, I was bored. For okay, I was, I was bored to another level. That I remember, my cousin who lived next door was a reader, so I was like, Jackie, I'm so bored, I want to read. And she was like, Here you <laughs> go. And she handed me, of all things, flowers in the attic. <laughs> By V.C. Andrews. Andrews, have you ever read? No, oh, it's a gateway oh, book. It is. Oh, it's something special. Okay. Um, but anyway, I started with that, and then I was like,
2: "Oh, it's a gateway book." Like then I, I got it because basically
1: it, it really was made into a lifetime drama. Yes. But anyway, I digress. The point is, I did not become a reader in in truth <laughs> um, until <laughs> college, okay. and then I became voracious. Then I was like, oh, "This is why people." I get it. Like I wanna, and then I went back and I was trying to read everything I should have read, and I, those were kind of hit or misses. And then I, I just became every like. Then I wanted to consume everything. Yeah, there wasn't a genre I wouldn't try. There was, I mean, I just wanted it all.
0: There's there's many a
1: day, and I really
0: I like my job. Okay, mm-hmm. and I said this, but there's a lot of like like this week. Both mornings I look at my book. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, can I just? Three years today. Yes. Will anybody notice <laughs> yes. that I don't come to work? Correct. Right. I mean, I got my laptop right here. Mm-hmm. So, um, right. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And my husband makes fun of me. He's like, you're such a nerd. I'm like, why am I an accountant? Yeah. Right. And I All was a math teacher. Yes. I mean, yes. So clearly I'm going nice. like to like read. Yeah. Okay. So y'all did the,
1: the um what was it? Was it white? Oh, white light oh, night! White light yeah, that was oh, our yeah, first market, right? So that uh, <laughs>
2: so white light night was a white success. light night
1: was our first one, and then we were like, okay, we're gonna do this again. But at that point, we were just again pop up, pop up, pop right.
2: up. And then Christmas was and a by good market. And this
1: point, did James figure out what a pop up was? Yeah, oh, I, I,
2: I was with it. And yeah, I, and I had started, I had started looking up and down. We knew we wanted to be in Mid City if we were. Ever oh in yeah, then store. we
1: started looking for locations. So I, started looking.
2: I did that for a while, um, looking up and down Government Street uh, and you know the the Mid City corridor. Um, and I found a lot of properties that were, were not once poorly again, priced we're like, and stuff like that, but even no so, when I'm looking at 2,000 square feet, I'm so like, yeah, 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 the amount of money I'm going to need to take out to, to just fill this with books and books so yeah. that they sell so that I can afford things. It was like looking at the math, and I mean, so you're an accountant, yeah, you guys right. are all accounts. I'm speaking speaking to the, the yeah, we, we can follow. Um, the when I realized I was going to need to borrow shield. like 70 grand more than I needed to be able to pay for right. the fact that I was borrowing the money, was when I was like, this is not a good business model, this is silly. Um, so it kind of backed out of it and we got a little discouraged about it. Well, we had at the February market in 2020, right before everything shuts down, it rains and we, we get canceled. The market gets canceled. And right before this happens, Justin comes over to us like, Hey, we're moving out of our office. Would you guys like to move in? It's 300 square feet. So it's like, you know,
1: Not another five feet <laughs> larger than this room. <laughs> okay. Truly. Um, I've and been that's and the size of our store. <laughs> and so all the, all of it,
2: the, the, the The metrics that I had learned from this class and stuff is that retail is based on square footage, sales square footage, and then like how much does that square foot sell on average over the course of a year is how you can plan your business plan. So I'm looking at 350 square feet with 50 square feet dedicated to an office, and then we got to have floor space, right? So It's not all retail space. I'm doing the numbers. This is never going to work. There's no way that we'll be able to produce enough income to pay for someone to work here um, But we we're like, ah, whatever. The rent's good. Let's try it. Well, it was because the only
1: thing we could afford. Yeah, it was, it was so really the more we a good looked, deal. And I was stubborn in that I wanted to look in Mid-City because I felt like if the bookstore was going to uh, find success anywhere, I felt like Mid-City was were the people that would yeah, me too. make I mean, it happen. I that's where I grew up.
2: I grew up almost across the street from St. Joseph's Academy oh. on Gladden, right around the yeah, corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so this is like my stomping grounds, right? I'd ride my bike to where my bookstore is when I was a nine-year-old. Um, I said I tell the story often. It's like Eugene. Yeah, that's the street where I got hit by the first car, well, and the street where I almost got
0: hit by the second. Car. Yes, there you <laughs> yeah, we looked at a couple houses on that street. Yeah, anyway. right? uh, it was yeah.
2: deeper down in the honeysuckle side. But anyway, um, I digress. Yes, we wanted to be in mid city because we knew that for a bookstore to make it in the world of Amazon and Barnes Noble and Noble and such, that a community was going to have to latch onto it and want it to be there because it was going to be. It's going to have to be more than just about how much you can get the book for because mm-hmm. right. working at Barnes and Noble, I see people do the Amazon shop. You know, you come in there, you find the book you want, and then you look at your phone. Can I get the it tomorrow for else. less? Yeah. Yes, I do. The and they walk is always out the yes. door. Right. It's, it's, yeah. So, you know, right off the, right off the start, you got to let people know. like, I'm not going to give you a book cheaper than Amazon. It's just not going to happen. They actually sell books cheaper than what I can get them for from the publisher. Um, so that's, that's, we can't worry about that. Right. <laughs> you know? So we tie into it. what can we do? We can offer people a really cool place, a really cozy Well, I think what we started to
1: do is, because up until then, we kept trying to be like something else. Right. Let's do this, but like this. Let's do this. And then once we realized, like, okay, we can't afford any of the things we thought. Like, <laughs> everything that we thought was going to happen, was that was a no, that was a no. That, and so, little by little, then when they came around with this office area, I'm like, what do we do with this? And I'm like, well... It's the only thing we can afford. So what do we do with this? And then we just took the approach of like... It's three tents.
3: Right, like a tent (laughs) at the
1: market. But we kind of went about it like, okay, let's look at it like a tiny home. But we're going to make a tiny bookshop. Mm -hmm. And I watch enough of those tiny home Mm -hmm. shows that Mm -hmm. I'm fascinated by. That I'm like, look at what they do. with the. They build a home, for goodness sakes. We can do a bookshop. So that sort of mentality is what we brought. And then he and my mother-in-law. Well, so that was February. Every single... Oh yeah. Okay. So that was I'm February,
2: and I'm working at Barnes and Noble, and then March I get furloughed.
1: Right. And so and furloughed COVID
2: from drops. a job that pays me barely more than minimum wage, when I've already worked my way down to what is the least amount of income I've had in my adult life. Yeah. I'm like, all right, so this is the point. It's not rock bottom, but
1: but we're close. Why wouldn't
2: I just go try and do something else? Because honestly, I'd go get a job at Taco Bell and make more. Um, and so I'm like,
1: well, how about
2: how about we start building this store? You know, I'll go mow lawns. I'll do that until noon. And then I'll start. Well, and, okay, stuff.
1: wait, but you, you blaze over that. Okay. So one morning he literally wakes up like he's been furloughed from Barnes and Noble. I mean, like the stress level is like new, like next level here. And he's like, and, but he James, yeah, state like gave I me
2: said, $72 of unemployment. $72 yeah. And we
1: were, I was just like, I, I, I mean the panic anyway, but we've been in a similar position before and he's got a great work ethic. He's, I mean whatever we need to do it so the next day he's like you know what i'm gonna do i mean it was like straight like i felt like i watched him like what was he like in middle school i'm (laughs) "I'm gonna make a flyer and i'm gonna put the flyer all at all the houses around the block and i'm like for what he's like i'm gonna offer lawn services i'm like you're gonna and books he's like i I got (laughs) a little arm on I might as well and then i'm gonna tell him we have a bookshop i'm like baby and
2: then i'll deliver books
1: what hey and i'm like you know what do I mean the 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 level of panic? I mean, it was COVID. There was so much anxiety, so much fear. I'm like, go more along, Fine, I'm that sounds great. You were, as a teacher, we're I was home. Yes, I was home, and I was form. creating a YouTube channel.
3: <laughs> it was fun. Uh, you
1: can imagine how that went. My anyway. Not well at first, but so it was like I said, Okay, go mow. Lawn. I mean, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, He wants to mow lawn, mow lawn. We need the money, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. And then that became truly what sustained us, oh, yeah. miraculously enough. And he wasn't <laughs> afraid of it, and so he mowed lawn. And then people hot. started, or the people that we told we have the, the bookshop,
2: yeah, I built the website somewhere around June of 2020. Yeah, and that was around the time that everyone ran out of puzzles. But we had puzzles
1: and uh, we
2: became yeah, a puzzle delivery system were basically a puzzle
0: delivery we system i <laughs> so, so ordered puzzles from some like okay. not local place right, right. sorry and no. it took 3 so I was months to come well, well, and but that's what we were you in different
2: areas around town and i'd be out there you know with a lawnmower mower in the back of the truck and i'd be out then on the lawn and, you know and then i'd go and drop off a book and people do you mow lawns right. Yes. and i deliver books i right. love <laughs> this because
0: how good does it smell outside after your grass has been cut just go sit on the porch and read your book i mean it's very yes. nice I should sell
2: the experience that's yes. There you That's go. And a candle made of yes. the best book you right. ever yes. <laughs> yeah. so.
0: Here's a diffuser with the essential <laughs> <foam. laughs> oil.
2: for you. Just, yeah. It'll make you introspective.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So you did all this. Mm. I mean, and you know, it's I, I'm a back up a little bit because we've had a lot of guests on this, and I just love. First of all, you guys are both. You're adorable. You're so neat. You're <laughs> so cute. But the passion that you have for this, but truthfully, in times of stress, is always amazing to me how people that persevere like you figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine what y'all were going through because as you know, being in the accounting world CARES Act came out, PPP loans mm-hmm. came out, and we were swamped, you know, mm-hmm. just completely swamped, mm-hmm. and so, mm-hmm. um, and that was a blessing, and we realized that it was a blessing, but we weren't, I wasn't really in that situation, right, like, right. I'm like, what would I do, I don't know if I'd think, let me go mow lawns, yeah. you know, I'm not even good at mowing lawns, right. so that would be I got to do that. Yeah, I'm sure Well, and did. I think
1: you just have to be afraid to do things that don't look the way they're supposed right. to. Right, yes, you right? have to be okay with because that. Because what, I remember telling my, my sister, he's going to mow lawns, she's like, what and I'm like, I we have no lawn service experience, but that's what he's gonna do, and it's gonna bring in some money and we need it. Absolutely. And so we just had to be afraid to to, to just do what we could. Yeah. And it didn't look the way. But then again, my Especially for me, I always joke I've been a late bloomer my whole life. Life has never looked the way it was supposed to for me, so this was just another one of those where I'm like, of course it's going. Like, it's just about the swerve. That's yeah. what we do constantly. We're constantly Ooh. swerving Ooh. and pivoting. Yeah. Okay, all right. So you mow lawns, you are mm. building the bookstore, mm. or the bookstore you're right. making into right
0: Building it truly in people's
2: backyards while mowing take down their fence for them and then haul and the then wood the off wood. and bring it to my mom's and house I'm can clean it off. It's so <laughs> <laughs>
3: awesome.
0: resourceful. I think I've thought it across my mind. Uh, which is good because you know the price of lumber now is... It was ridiculous, oh, right? So no, I have no, these bookshelves outside nope. and I made a fence. And right. And I was
2: like, ooh, yeah. like, can you build those for me? I was like, yeah,
0: I can. Okay, so you build all these shelves oh, uh-huh. or you, you, know, you get the bookstore mm-hmm. in order mm-hmm. and then I'm assuming you guys have to order some inventory. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. I wouldn't even know... Where to start ordering Me inventory? Like either. I'm assuming so you know you've got your fiction, you've got your nonfiction, you've got your sci-fi. To it's like, interesting you point decide? that you bring
2: up because one of the things we decided, and one of the like, so one of the things I, I brought from Barnes and Noble is that the model that put it into all the bookstores was a model that meant that you could come into this store and you could find any book you want.
1: Any
2: book. It books, a million, right? They're all there. And there's money in the... Each one of these books cost the company money. But at that time, they also had money to pay employees.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then Amazon comes out and destroys that. Mm-hmm. So the model that the company designed to eat up all of its competitors just got owned by someone who now runs, I think, 60-something percent of every book sold is sold through Amazon.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, like they own entire SKUs of books. You can't get them from anyone but Amazon. Right,
1: only Amazon. Uh,
2: and and so when, we, um, when I was working there, and I realized I was like, All of this stuff right here, if you distilled it down to just what people are buying, would take up, like, this room. (laughs) You know? You don't need a lot of space if you're very specific about the customer you're trying to get, who you're trying to sell a book to. So the boutique model, which is something that she was pushing to me. It's like, we're not going to be able to have every book, but we can have every book that we want people to
1: read. Right. I was like, what if we just pick what we... Okay, because so both of us... So I told you my little story about how I became a reader. He's always been a reader. Um and so we're both always reading. And so I thought why don't we just start with what we know? Yeah. Because that's what we can talk about. Like cuz if somebody's going to come in there and the store is going to be that small and I have a book that I've never read sitting on the shelf, what is the point? Like I need to be able to talk to the person. You need to be mm-hmm. able cuz and like he said we have such different things that we each read that we needed to be able to to speak to these books in a way that was authentic and that spoke to like we have a low inventory because this is what we what we know Mm -hmm. that we're comfortable and if we haven't read it we've read enough about it that we feel like we can at least help you and every
2: time somebody comes in and buys a book we ask them what book they were looking for that we didn't have and then we order that one
1: I was going to ask
0: so if somebody's coming in and they're looking for a specific book and you guys don't don't have it we, we order
1: it. Deorder order
3: it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And yeah. then they can just come and, and pick it up. And people have been very nice about Right, right. And then we either deliver it or they come and pick it up. Most
2: well, people come back and pick it up. Mm-hmm. I haven't had to do a lot. Now that we've had,
1: right, now that we have the little shop, most people opt to come inside and grab it. Well, well so there's a bookstore in,
0: um, oh, Lord, is it Fairhope, Alabama? Oh, yes. I bet you were your mom. No,
2: because that one's in um, in oh. Past Christianity. Oh, never mind. Okay, okay. so there's Fairhope. this
0: one in okay. Fairhope and there's a coffee shop. A bookstore and a bar. Yes, we Dreams. want to do that too. Dreams. That's basically well, the dream. That's been like my our, dream. My
2: was to have like a wine bar or you know wine and champagne kind of bar. I could serve antipasti and you know tapas and things like that, and have a little. Coffee, and you could come coffee, in, and I'd hand you a glass stuff, of champagne or a mimosa while you're shopping for books. That's the dream.
0: That's my that's, dream. That's yes. still so what that we want. So that is where we we're want just, to get to. Right. And there that was
2: actually a, a moment. moment we were looking at the spot on Cloud Drive right where Cypress Grove. Oh, no, exactly.
0: Uh, I used to live on that. Okay. Right? We looked Right there. where that
2: brewery just opened up. I think it's called Cypress Grove. Cypress I think, something.
0: I think you're right. Um,
2: and we were like, oh. And I even talked to the company. They were building it at the time. And I found out who it was. I'm like, hey, would you guys be interested? We're the bookstore. We could do some things together. We could have like, you know, brewing books night. And they were like, oh, that'd be great. And then the spot ended up falling through but nonetheless it's been part of our model we want to have that that, you know cafe element and certainly it'd be nice to have the adult and the
1: drinks, adult.
2: yes. Because ultimately, coming from food service, and then also realizing that margin runs businesses like margin in books ain't a lot, right? Margin in food and alcohol is a lot. A lot, <laughs> you know. That's how you. And I so mean, think you about can it. employ people based off of selling
0: just bottled water. The amount of money I spend on wine at a uh-huh, restaurant when uh-huh. I'm I know good like I basically a glass is the same as almost a bottle yes, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes you know. Um So and to uh,
2: that end, Costco actually gets a lot of their wine from very well known. Well, wine and liquor makers, and then just slap their label on it. But like, from what I understand, one of Costco's top bourbons is actually Maker's Mark. It's just got a different label on it. They make a run for Bespa. I mean, Costco. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Costco.
0: Okay, so you get everything set up, you get your inventory. What was the first day that you guys were
1: open?
2: (laughs) We uh, we opened up the December twentieth, twenty-first. We opened up for for like a friends and family day for a day. (laughs) Uh, and had a bunch of people come and see it. Um,
1: and then the funny part was we were just opening it to just show them. Right. Like, I don't know. We were so naive. We're like, we just want to show you what it looks like. Because we, as we would explain it to people, of course, you know, when we tell them if, how small it is, it's hard to wrap your head around. We're like, we just want to show you what it looks like. And then, so they actually came to shop. And I don't know what we were thinking. We were like, oh, they're shopping. In our yeah. This is amazing. Aww. Like, we just weren't thinking about it, you know? And so, but every day has truly felt a little bit like, <laughs> like, there where people show up here. and are like, they're not lost. they are in the right, like, they actually came here on purpose. And then they buy a book and it still doesn't feel like real. Yeah. So, okay. so... Okay, so y'all
0: open up. So what was y'all's strategy to get the word out in the community that you guys had opened up?
2: So we've actually taken on kind of a non-strategy with that. Yeah, okay. We've been very, very quiet about specifically putting our name out there. Okay, Mostly because um, we didn't want to get bigger than we could handle yeah. quickly and then turn people off because we couldn't handle it. Right. Because right. technically right now I'm like the only employee. I'm, I'm there. Is. Right now she's off of you know doing the summer teaching and stuff so she can actually come into the store sometime but the, the majority of every day of the year I'm, I'm the guy there and I'm the only guy there um and so it's just kind of about I, like I don't want this to get to where that experience where you get to come in and talk to me right. gets ruined by the fact that there's seven other people in here who want to talk to me or something like that right and while we know we want to get to that point we're still at the kind of like I felt like the pandemic has given us a preseason for grand opening. It's given us this ability to be very slow, very deliberate. Um, when you act about, asked about, you know, stock, staffing the place with inventory, stocking the place with inventory, we've done that. Like every profit we've made has been reinvested. Not, nobody's getting paid. This is all about building the business. Right. So every bit that we bring in, we buy more books, and so it's this way, this slow, just accumulation, where we've doubled, tripled, we've tripled the amount of inventory we have had since January. By now. Um, and we're just slowly filling the space with books so that we can get to that point where we have a static floor that is like, all right, we now own all this instead of repaying on all this, and therefore everything now we can actually pull a profit off of it instead of paying for buying the books. So it's it's been this this slow grind, and we've had a couple different interviews. We uh, in the in the recent months, two two five did an interview with us, Revely did an interview, uh was it Country Roads mm-hmm. magazine? Mm-hmm. And then like the business report picked up one. And that has helped and that was little like, by little. Things got big. Right. Yeah. Um, very quickly. We I, I can't guarantee more.
0: that you will explode after our little podcast. No, we're going but We're gonna we're going to push it out there, guys. <laughs> and, you
2: know, and then we, we, we kept here. kind of being, you know, every time somebody comes, hey, tell your friends about us. Because our clientele is the people who like independent mom and pop stores. You know, these are the, the shoppers who are going to be shopping at Cottonwood, but then still want to come and shop with us because yeah. we're different environments.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, who are going to support both of us and not feel like we're in competition. Right. Um, and, and so we know that those people love telling their friends about bookstores. Yes. You're going to tell
0: your friends. Of course well, I well, am. I'm coming to, so to your so. bookstore. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're like best friends. Yes, so totally. totally. We're going kind to of
2: put a lot of faith in the fact that like, like our customer base is going to do that for us organically,
0: you know? right? So, so you know, y'all mentioned Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be honest. I I do order a lot of stuff from Amazon. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. It's convenient, you yeah, know. I, but I truthfully, my heart is to support local businesses. But ordering a book from Amazon, I don't care what anybody says, and people can argue with me. It is not the same as going to a bookstore. Yeah. It is just not the same. I mean, sometimes I end up ordering it from Amazon because I can't find it anywhere. But right. now that they all exist.
1: yes. And yes. like when I
0: buy, so this little, my husband and I go to the Grand Marriott, you know, once or twice a year. And we always, he, again, he doesn't like to read, but I'm right. like, we're going to our bookstore. Mm-hmm. And I love that the owner's there. You know, and it's got a great atmosphere. And I'm going to buy, like, three or four books while I'm there. And she's kind of the same like you guys. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking for something specific, she's like, oh, well, we can order it. Well, I don't live here, so that's right. not going to work, right. you know, but it would right. work with you. And so I think what you said about knowing your inventory, being able to know your customers, mm-hmm. that's what makes Baton Rouge so special yeah. to yes. me, right? Yeah, that's, yes. that's
3: like
2: a mid-city thing, too. Yeah. I mean, and I think that one of the things about Baton Rouge is they got, like, there is some neighborhood, you know, quickishness to it. Yes. People, you know, they stay with their gang, and I think that the mid-city crew of individuals very much wants for their part of town to continue to yeah. grow and to have more LCs and more. Yeah. So my husband, I mean, we lived gardens. in Garden
0: District and now we're right over there, uh, West
1: Heights by right. Wood Park because we did not no, want to course. We're leave. right, we're right by, yeah.
2: We're on Bardwell.
1: Oh, we're like okay. this little tiny U in between Westdale and uh, Valley, Park. Valley Park. Yes, yeah. I know exactly where that okay, is. Yeah. The, yeah. Cut, yeah. The, the street you,
2: you choose to take to cut the light. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what you're talking <laughs> about. Well, that's yeah. our right. street. Yes. We're
0: right down there. We've got, got the little about.
2: free library there on the curb. And, and so
0: I joke with our, you know, my friends. We used to live, uh, I went to Bishop Sullivan for okay. high school, so my parents are in Shenandoah, and then we kind of lived on, I say that side of town, like yeah. uh-huh. it's just so far away, but it really is It true. really is. When you move over to 70806 or 70808, you're like no, I am yeah, not going to on Highland Saturday, Road. No fun. Yeah, Highland Road. Yeah. Yes. Like, so Book deliveries to Prairieville. From, oh my gosh. But he would go. To- what, I, what would be
2: what would be the worst is if I had like University Club and Prairieville, mm-hmm. and it's because there's not a road that goes between no. those. You've got to go back and around, and it's like, oh my god, and it's being an, okay. I'm River Bend, and then I'm Jefferson, and then I'm Bocage, and then I got to go out to Prairieville, and then on the way back I'm going to Tiger Bend. So.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so when I looked at Y'all's website and I was like, oh, they're right here in Mid-City. Mm-hmm. This is great, you know, mm-hmm. convenient mm-hmm. for yeah. Yeah. And Thank, the spot yeah. we Thank
2: have you. is where the market used to used be. Used to be. So yeah. the yeah. spot Generally is long, already long decked long. out with Christmas lights and all sorts of cool stuff yes. made to do outdoor entertaining. That's awesome. Uh, and that's been part of our business plan, too. And to get to a further point about, mm-hmm. like, our landlord's mimosa handcrafted um, jewelry. Did, did you know that?
1: Yeah, They're so moving makers, in. They're yeah. opening
2: up a uh, like a store on a trailer a mobile in North, our back, back mobile parking lot back So back.
1: I worked for Mimosa in college Excellent. because I actually spent a lot of Saturdays setting up the Maker's Market oh, okay. with okay. Justin and Dawson sure, and all sure. of them. Yeah. So
2: they're, they're I mean,
1: Lady's not <laughs> from here, but she works a lot <laughs> right? <people>. So we're <laughs> going to have this very
2: well-known local jeweler that's going to be on campus with us too Which and that's kind of what we're thinking in our grand re- opening will probably have, to oh, have Oh, that is so exciting.
1: We really Well, and just wait for I love Madeline and yeah, yeah, we, we have, have to get, get them, them on here. with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah on t- they're they'll
2: be who we recommend.
1: So,
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> we're booked for guests through uh September okay. at this particular good job! Point. Good
1: job, good job. <laughs> oh we got we, they squeezed us in. Okay. This is
0: very exciting. Okay. So, uh I say that, but I mean it's exciting that that many people want to come on or we get great suggestions. And immediately when we get a guest suggestion and we it, it goes it goes to Lainey who's the scheduler I tried to schedule my sister-in-law and Lainey was like uh, you double booked her. I was like oh, what? <laughs> that's why I shouldn't schedule this ever. Ever. Right, we all know I'm our strengths. I'm I, we have our strengths. So this is so exciting. But I did check out Elle's website, mm-hmm. and I mean, it looks like you—you know—you can kind of do a search, and you can look
1: at—we I, I keep tweaking cat- it. Yeah. You know. So the category
2: cat- is an interesting thing. <laughs> yeah, there seems
1: like These it's are a lot.
2: Yeah, that, yeah. So to that end, Shopify <laughs> is not really set up to be a bookstore element. Um, so the way that they do tags and stuff like that, much to my. Chagrin, I guess. I didn't realize is that the tags are what come up as the searchable options.
3: Gotcha. So when I'm
2: sitting here typing all these books and entering them in and doing BISAC, which is the bibliographic information, blah blah blah, it's how they divide a book and say it's fiction, adventure, action, Mm -hmm. women characters, right? I'll type those in as individual words. So you know, like Tom Sawyer might be fiction, adventure, classic. And it's going to show up under Classic if you trying under Classic, under Fiction, if you search under Fiction, under
0: Fiction. Gotcha.
2: So okay. all of that stuff is now, I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, that's overwhelming amount of knowledge that people don't need. I didn't realize it was going to import into that field. So the
1: website is like everything else we're doing, we don't know what we're doing. Right. <laughs> yeah. We keep tweaking and learning along the <laughs> I, I feel like that's The guy phenomenal. from Yelp told
2: me yeah. it was great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was great. I was just I was looking at it this weekend He's because you know and I was like, oh yeah, look yeah. at this. I, I was impressed by. Does, does it have so, my garden
3: in it?
1: It's got. I up. built a
0: giant garden next to He did. Store we too. have right because what well,
1: what we're trying to do is make right make a lot, like a, of side side of yeah, a lot of people the public park come and hang out that's up. a really good so space. small yeah.
0: But you know what y'all did here right from the get-go? And I don't know if somebody told you guys to do this, right? But you ought—you have people. You have yourselves and you have people on the website. And so no, no, being that you're in an accounting. No, that's just all we had. That's the thing. People resonate with people. And so right. being in an accounting firm, we had this marketing company come in. They were like, okay, nobody wants to look at this like – board game of Scrabble that right. spells tax cuts <laughs>
3: that's right
0: like see people put, throwing money right, around put your people right. in the pictures and we were like right. you know, mind amazing blown. really right, but this right.
2: was you know how long it took me to spell tax cuts
0: <laughs> <laughs> get it just get it just right you know so anyway okay so and I'm assuming you guys are on social media as yes, well right yes. okay. Instagram yes. and Facebook okay so again it's Red Stick Reads yep. uh, so I'm kind of going down this uh Questionnaire. It looks like you got a shout-out of uh, bookshop friends. Shout outs
1: oh, Missy and John. I Michelle. wrote oh, yes. Oh wow. Okay, so our book our bookshop At first friends. I was like, my
0: name's Missy, but I didn't help with the book. So.
1: <laughs> okay, so the first person that I said out other than him that I said out loud to that I wanted to open a bookstore was Missy. Who owns Conundrum Books in St. Francisville? I had gone with my book club. We were staying at one of the girls in the book club. They have a uh, a little house in St. Francisville, and we were like, "Let's go have lunch and go to the bookstore, and then we have our book club retreat that weekend." It was fabulous. I know. I'll <laughs> I see your face. Yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Okay. okay. So we go Idea. into Missy's bookshop, which is tiny not not as tiny as ours, but small. And I and she had a, you know she hosted us, and she had a, we talked book club the whole time we were there, and I was in heaven. So I was checking out and I don't even know what exactly possessed me to say it, but I felt like, like I, I, it just came out of my mouth. I was like, I had this dream of opening up like a bookshop. And she, from the minute I said that, was has been nothing but incredibly generous with information, with her support, with her excitedness. So she was the first person. So she's in uh, St. Francisville. And then as we started doing our research, yeah? I know, I keep... Sorry. <laughs> passion. The passion. passion is it is. Out. Well, look, I'll, t- okay, I'll talk... will talk with You can totally theory. edit this out, but I'm Cuban, okay? This is part of being Cuban. And I remember one time I was talking to a principal in Miami. One of the principals I worked with, I'm telling her a story, and she said, Terry what would happen if I tied your hands down while I talked to you and I said she said could you talk I said yeah but it would be very boring yeah (laughs) like imagine just talking like so yeah anyway sorry my (laughs) hands are all over the place okay I I get you so anyway and then uh, John and Michelle were the next bookstore people we talked to Denim Springs Cavalier Bookshop we called them or emailed them I think it was and we were like don't know what we're doing we want to open a bookshop would you give us five you know a little bit of your time I was like
2: a 60 year old guy I was gonna meet him (laughs) I mean he's like 35 (laughs) younger than us and
1: we're like oh my gosh but then so we met them and they're married couple that run a bookstore in Denham springs so those two people and from the beginning those three people have been nothing but amazing to us and never in the spirit like you said it's never been in the spirit of competition it's always been in like bookstore people are awesome like Like, yeah because they are around books how can you be mad if you're okay and doyle she was like the for um, an independent bookstore Day. they picked her as kind of like the uh ambassador right and I'm gonna botch up her quote because I don't say it right but basically she's like you I have never met zero jerks own bookstore right and the more bookstore people we meet the more that we can vouch for that everybody that we meet is, is... there a bookstore conference yes yeah yes several yes <laughs> okay and we <laughs> have a like, to... like we have the bookstore you'll know? be my plus three
2: <laughs> can do that. There is. there's like a, an annual um and we haven't been able to with go because of American COVID. Book like Seller nothing is running
1: the way it normally does. Yeah, but and you I get can't lots wait of free to... stuff from the publishers. Yeah, oh, yeah. They have yeah. like rooms yeah.
2: where they just box up all your free stuff at the publishers,
1: and have. you go and get them at the end. We That's haven't done it yet. So. Like, y'all gotta
0: go. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Gotta make this make this place yes. turn a nice profit yes. so y'all can go. So okay. So back to your teaching really quick. What mm-hmm. grade do you
1: teach? Okay, so I've been teaching pre K through second Spanish, but next year, big big change, I'm going third through eighth. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Spanish. Spanish is what I teach. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's I think I
0: took Spanish and I'm pretty sure I can only say like hola. <laughs>
1: That's a start. That's Clearly you're <laughs> <Something> <laughs> exactly. America. Well, okay, I so Spanish, like I said, is my first language. When I started learning English, so it was it took a long time, but then it all like kinda clicked and it was like I was just speaking English, no Spanish. And then my dad at home made the rule, which I didn't like when I was little. Now I'm forever grateful, but he had the rule because then my parents were learning English basically as I was learning English. And so he made the rule that at home we had to talk Spanish, and I was like, "Oh, I don't want! I want to be American! I want to sound like all my friends at school." But thank God he did because I didn't lose my Mm -hmm. Spanish as a result. And so in Miami, being a teacher who speaks Spanish is really no big deal, right? Right, Everybody speaks Spanish, but here it's what got you know my foot in the door, and so then it was perfect.
0: Yeah, I love. Spanish language honestly I think it's beautiful I, okay. t- I never was able to speak it to where I didn't translate everything in my brain back to English and right I said that right that's really the key
1: and what well, yeah. it's hard to when you like I learned the second language when I was young enough that it, it wasn't hard and then it just became the, the two just constantly are flipping back and forth in my mind now I do a lot of people will ask me do I think in Spanish I think I do yes you probably, I would think that you would. Because there's a lot, like, I have trouble expressing in English that I that I can very easily say in Spanish, so.
2: you think in Elvish. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: so, I want to touch base on some of these other things that y'all um, put on the questionnaire. So, your favorite vacation was your honeymoon. Oh. <laughs>
3: we'll
0: never have a vacation
1: like that one. <laughs> See? Okay. Never again. Well, how long oh, have y'all been married?
2: Oh, 15 years, I think, was our anniversary this year.
1: Hey! I Which just made my 15th. Okay, anniversary. happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! But we—I have forgotten our anniversary. It's like a joke now for the last. And year. we made a
2: tax day, yeah. so we remember it. Oh. Oh, I can't
1: remember. It. <laughs> okay, but anyway, but yeah, our honeymoon. And long story short, there it was. First of all, we're never going to be able to afford a vacation like this. We, um yeah. we went to uh, uh, sandals. We went we went I went to a Santa's. And we went yeah. to, and we picked, like it was our honeymoon, and we picked like every level yeah. of like luxury. 24-hour like, like, concierge
3: service.
2: Go, blah, it, blah, was blah. it was
1: ridiculous. Now, nice. coming and, what made it, I think, so awesome yeah. was that coming there, and going were absolute was nightmares. Was that we yeah. could like do a lifetime movie like about. we decided to about. fly out
2: of Baton Rouge mm-hmm. instead of going to New Orleans mm-hmm. just to save that extra 80 bucks or whatever. Yeah. And they canceled the first flight out of Baton Rouge to Atlanta without telling anybody. And then when we went to go get on the second flight, they, they were like, oh, that one is not leaving for another hour and a half. We're like, oh, but we have a connecting flight in Atlanta to get to Guadeloupe or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to miss that one. Oh, thanks. So right. the resort is $1,700 a night, non-refundable. Right. So missing the first night, that's fun, um, of our honeymoon, right? This is the day after we're married. We end up in an airport Hotel in Georgia that they put us in, and they're like, "Oh, we'll give what? you
0: the no
1: way." When they give you like fifty dollars, no, it was just like a comedy of errors yeah. coming and going. Like we get to Atlanta, we're like, "Okay, we can turn this around. It's okay. We <laughs> one night. We got this." And we're like, "We're so going to we get to
2: this hotel, and it's like the 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 honeymoon suite has cigarette stains on the on the hot tub bathtub, and the crazy thing is, it's like a it's like a big." you know hot tub round pool in the bathroom but there's a shower head and like a square curtain that goes around the round tub oh. <laughs> and really? it faces yeah, a, a, a top parking top. lot no but I'm the like, best part was cool. we're like
1: we're going to leave this hotel yeah. let's go have it's, a date it's
2: easter sunday
1: we're not thinking. Okay, so we pay a lot of money for this guy for this to, bring to bring us down to this to the mall. beautiful mall that was has all this stuff, and we were just going. to go. He's Armenian,
2: right? Didn't realize. So this.
1: drops us off, and we're like, "But the doors don't open
2: because it's Easter Hello? Sunday, oh. and, and everything's like, closed." Right. And the cabby like, oh, was no. in there telling and him how left. we're going there. He just takes off. And he leaves,
1: and we're like, we and we tip paid him like,
2: exceptionally well.
1: Dollars <laughs> to get here. Enough. All the doors are. Locked. Oh, <laughs> so then we just start wandering the parking. We just
2: of the parking lot. We're like, finally,
1: we see a restaurant.
0: Did either one of y'all get? Upset at this point? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure we they I mean, like,
1: can laugh about that yeah, kind of, we worked in the
2: restaurant industry so it's <laughs> like we it's just, just kind of like, well, there were so, so make many the best
1: of awful <laughs> things that kept happening that we just were like of course this happens of so, course
2: I mean, we go to this restaurant that's got it's like a uh, you know like a Jimmy Buffett kind of thing right? we oh, go in yeah. there and they're playing Caribbean music we're like oh
3: great oh, cuz this will be just like, like we're in you know and we tell
2: the we tell the waiters our story and the waiters like oh we can't have this and he goes to the bartender and the bartender makes some kind of special gigantic fruity drink brings it out to us brings us out a bottle of wine they give it to us uh, we're like, oh, man! Well, you know, after we get a little bit tipsy, it's like, all right, I'm gonna call you guys a cab. They call us a limo.
1: Right, limo so, comes
2: and picks us up, brings us back to the hotel. So that started to get good. So then there. it
1: started to get, and we're like, we see? See? see, we how <laughs> <see? Stop> many <laughs> people we got. This, we get to our honeymoon, and it is.
2: Well, we get to, we <laughs> land in awesome. Guadalupe to, to, to take the plane switch, and we get off of the main plane and onto a puddle jumper yeah, or, yeah, like a DC-17 kind of yeah. thing. And the people come down the line, and they're spraying us. Like, what do you do? It's like, we're de lousing you. So they're hitting us (laughs) with this thing. And then they start to say, like, how much do you weigh? <laughs> I'm like, well,
0: wait. Oh, <laughs> like... before you can get into the little hot <laughs> puddle? No,
2: point. no, this is on the plane, and they're moving people because the stabilizers have broken <gasps> loose in the back, and they need to make sure the plane is appropriately weighted so they can fly. And I'm like, honey, don't worry, R2-D2 had to fix a stabilizer on Luke Skywalker's X-Wing to, to blow up the We're Death on Star. On the it's fine. We'll on the
1: Death Star.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you blew up the Death Star with those stabilizers. I didn't want to go in the it's plane. <laughs> I was in front of him, and he was
1: pushing me, and I'm like, I'm not getting on this plane. I'm uh, like, yes, so. yes, Luke Skywalker's. And I'm like, So we land. No time to quote Star Wars, <laughs> but we got serious. But I got on that plane, and literally, she was like, You wait, what? Okay, you sit on that side, you sit on that side. And I was like, oh
2: And now God. we're in a British Virgin Islands where they drive on the other side of the road. I oh. have been there, and like all these roads go around the mountains because all volcanic islands mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. No, like, people pass. There's mm-hmm. no line in the middle of the road that demands any there's respect. And so you come tearing around the corner, and there's a bus coming right yep. at you. And our driver's in, like, a Toyota, like, minivan from 1990 like, or something like that, right? He's know like, do. oh, man, right there in the middle. I got you some drinks. And we open up his ice chest, and it's beautifully Beautiful. laid out with yeah. beer and cheese and some fruit and some other. Meat. it was the ice chest was perfect. So we get to, we get to the resort. Um, <laughs> he's like, I think this is the right one. There's two on the island. Like, oh, this looks like yours. Anyway, so we get there. We get out. Uh, And and we get to the the room, and the the bellhop comes, and he's like, all right, here's your baggage. And we're like, those aren't our bags. (laughs) I was like, oh, no? No, those aren't our (laughs) bags. You want them?
3: (laughs) I was like, no, man. No, but did you give
2: my bags away? So the thing they say in it, no pressure. No pressure. I'll be back. Right. So he comes back. He finds our bags. And we proceed uh, to meet our concierge, and Sophie. Yeah, and we had these
1: two amazing ladies. And from then on out, it was awesome. That's how amazing. It 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 was just wonderful. It was everything we wanted, those ladies. Uh, Well, and... (laughs) Buy everything we wanted. I was like, I would get French fries like at midnight. I was like, oh, I'm gonna call Sophie and see if she'll bring me French fries at yeah. midnight, and she would bring me French. Fries. I, I mean, know. like I mean, they come and
2: they're like, Is there anything special you need on your stay? I was like, Two bottles of champagne every morning, a gallon of orange juice, of like an omelet, sunny, so <laughs> yeah. every day. Hey, you <laughs> <pay> <laughs> <for> <laughs> it. everything yeah. is there. I love right? that. I love that. It was one time we were supposed to be able to go get uh, we were gonna go get sushi, but oh. they, we couldn't get reservations. They had a sushi so
1: restaurant. restaurant, so we went to a different restaurant. Right.
2: Um, and, and everything you don't pay while you're there because you prepay right uh, up front. And when we get back to the hotel, not only are there flower petals everywhere, but there was a spread of sushi in the fridge that they had had made specifically for us and was waiting for us. I mean, it was great. And and even the experience—you swim up to the bar. (laughs) <laughs> Get your drink the we the swim back to your other like that. And
1: we knew, like, even while we were there, like, we're not And all these plans to go again.
2: snorkeling and catamaranning, and, you know, golfing. I went to the, you know, it was like, no, we stayed in red and just drank on the beach and did nothing. We didn't talk to, to each other for, like, you know, hours. How are you? Chapter 37. Okay. How are
1: you? Yeah. Chapter 38. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, it was the yeah. quietest, but but in a good, you know, yeah.
2: When we got home, the first restaurant that we went to, we got up and left. Before realizing <laughs> we had to pay, <laughs> go back and actually pay them because we just got on out. All right,
3: cool.
0: Uh, we're coming. Home. Sorry, you do get kind of spoiled. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know? oh, my it's not. kind of like on a cruise. Oh, you know? The You're story. Not, yes.
2: The it moment I tried like, to save everybody's life in the van. Oh, right. Was okay. this another crazy driver? It was. Well, the, the, the they bring us. You know, it's a shuttle, and there's like five or six of us Americans in it, and they and they park on an incline,
1: and we're picking up. And, other. Uh, I'm
2: sitting in the in the back, right behind the passenger, and uh the guy in the front left driver's seat gets up out the car and gets out and then the bus starts to roll backwards oh, and i'm like oh, then i get up so and i jump off the I grab and there's no really? steering wheel because it's on this side of the car
0: and there's a driver right there
2: <laughs> <laughs> like oh sorry my bad <laughs> so sorry. i
0: think your panic was <laughs> justified yeah. look when my so we went to the sandals in bahamas <laughs> oh, and i mean oh so God. we get there uh, and it's I, I just remember i mean the, he was driving so fast. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, No, my I couldn't look in I front of me. I don't just look okay. the side. Please, like, I don't want this to be I You am. know, Jamaica's kind of the same way, too. i yes. have been to Jamaica yes. before, and yes. I'm like, always On joke. That, yeah. yeah, there's going to be, you know, an article, you know, that <laughs> some Americans got. <laughs> an accident. So, yeah. yeah, I love that y'all still remember that
1: so oh, vividly. Mm-hmm. It was just a wild, there was a lot of The drive back is-
2: was rough. The fly back was rough, too. Oh. Ended up laying us over in Barbados, and we got to stay in this old, like, rundown resort from the 60s.
0: Like literally was like, you know, they, back
2: used to probably start It looked like the uh, beginning
0: of
1: a scary movie. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, I'm just
0: going to oh, tell you. So, Tommy is our managing partner at this firm, okay. okay? And him and his wife, Dawn, and I don't know who has the bad luck. They have... I have never seen such bad luck flying mm-hmm. ever. Like we all now, it's a joke. Yeah, I think they're in the Bahamas actually right now, and I think they made it. Well, I couldn't believe they made that it. I was I just gonna to say, it "Right, they Like made flight it got delayed. They're right. you know but now we're going to Maine or something like that. You know, like I'm in a lifeboat, Thanks so, so a lot <laughs> a And I'm like, I will never. Like we went to the Derby one time, and so my husband and I they they took a separate flight. And guess what? All of our they, flights got delayed. All yeah. we all got there at the same time. I was well, that
1: football. that wouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's what our honeymoon coming going nightmares mm-hmm. once there yeah glorious I mean flying nowadays just is not that fun no. I don't find you, right, no you just
0: go into the airport expecting like, you expect a flight like, like cancellation always if I fly through Dallas I'm like I'm sure we're going to spend the night in that hotel at some particular point mm. and on I have trip. many times yeah and so when it actually works like it's when glorious. it takes off and yeah. you get there and you get your connection you're like this is amazing what's going to happen once I get on this plane correct yeah. what's you know, going to what happen now? right um, okay so um Last question, and then I'm going to go to a couple of um, questions I like to I like to okay. ask married couples. Um, so, favorite food for James is Mexican. Yeah, right? we'll say, I answered that. Will she out. answer that for you? Or, or so, do you yeah. have a favorite food?
2: That is, I like spicy food. Okay. So, I also really like Thai food. I like that's Chinese true. food. Yeah. I like food that is difficult for me to cook, mm-hmm. because food that's easy for me to cook, I don't want to eat at a restaurant. You
0: just cook it. I okay, cook it. got
2: it. Um, but I, I like like going to Thai kitchen and getting so like I like. It's a long conversation. As a chef, there's alchemy involved. There's like a complexity of flavor that needs to hit a certain level for me to like. I will even enjoy foods I don't like because of... It's like, wow, this is complex. (laughs) This tastes like charcoal and mud, but I appreciate the (laughs) way...
0: So do you have a favorite sushi restaurant here? Mmm...
1: I mean, lately we've been hitting Thai we've kitchen. We've been going to Thai kitchen Because it's also got so, the good Thai food. Yeah. And they make good sushi. I guess we go there. And then but 12 years like at Whole Foods,
2: the- I have to say their sushi was fantastic. Yeah, well, it was. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. like, working... So my daughter... I was how in how charge of daughter making daughter sure that department followed the Whole Foods rules. It's, it's the, pretty good. they're hired by Whole Foods. They don't actually work for Whole Foods. Okay. Um. So, like, to, to tie them yeah, whole all whole the Yeah, because Whole Foods sushi is how we got my daughter into it. Yeah. Yeah, but man,
3: they have good sushi.
0: Yeah. Okay. So... Thank you all so much. You're just a treat. So I'm gonna just ask a couple of questions, yes. and uh, you'll get the hang of this. Okay. So, who is funnier? <laughs> oh. Is that even a question? <laughs> Don't she even is, look at him. Don't even look at him.
2: She is more uh, generally even... acceptably funny. And so the I, answer am, is terrible. I am very funny for a very specific clientele.
1: Correct. And like once a month. <laughs> yeah. And if he hits it early, we're doing the rest of yeah, the, the rest month. Of the okay. That sucks. Okay. Alright. I <laughs> feel like I want to be recording like video. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell Laney to try to video. I did a video
0: if you don't okay. want Okay. Who is cleaner?
2: Definitely <laughs> not me. Okay. It used to be her. It used to I be think we've me. Both but I—I'll <laughs>
1: tell you what. Being a teacher, like running all the different things that we're trying to do, the house is a disaster. So I would—I should so, be saying, so but I'm not. I right think like
2: surfaces and areas, she's far I'm more cleaner. clean, okay. and like sanitation, I am.
1: Right, the, the service my, my food, food service. person in him is like, it's a good mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm always
2: like, wash your hands, was that water 140 degrees before you clean that? You know, that kind of silly stuff. Oh. You can't eat that if it stayed out for long than the oh, He's so yeah. strict,
0: yes. Okay. Oh, okay, man, you kind of remind me of my husband. He's like, what's the expiration date on this? Mm-hmm. Look, like, it doesn't stink, it's fine. Well, I'm it still down with that, too, because I believe that the
2: FDA the... does things to get us to, to spend money. I mean, it's part of the American dream is to, oh. to purposefully cancel out food so that we have to spend money.
0: That, actually. That is See, real. Patrick, I told you I'd never make you sick eating <laughs> that. <laughs> 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 expired food General rules. smell, smell test. test okay so I didn't realize this whenever I was looking at these whenever I was that's thinking weird. of these questions but who's the better cook I mean okay, yeah. tell, me, her, tell her the story okay
1: let me just say this if there was a way to burn water I would do it Okay, that's all you need to know about she, it. she tried to cook me a French oh.
2: toast for my, for my birthday one like, it, breakfast in bed okay. and I woke up to the smoke alarm <laughs> which she didn't know how to turn off <laughs> So it's just like oh Another never thing. mind. That's- I have
1: tried. <laughs> yeah. I am not. I just don't. The kitchen is not my my arena, and I've come to peace with it. And so has he. And the Coming out of the chimes,
2: I was very much like a southern cook. You know, I knew how to cook all the staples that you would eat in uh, Creole cuisine. Um, and then at Whole Foods, I learned so much more. And that kind of when I talked about alchemy earlier, that's how I approach food now. And I like to look at it deconstructive. I like to eat something and then sit there and go. This is what's in it. And then try and reconstruct. And then
1: it. all I think is thank God he likes to cook. <laughs> yeah, right. So like, I, I taste these sauces and I'll be like, like ginger,
2: nope. and amaranth, and that's got this in it and that. Okay, I think I can pull mm. that off. No. And that and, and so I like I like the construction part of it. Looking yes. at all these and ingredients and going, things. Ooh, I can but do if this. If I say <laughs> I just want
1: to he'll say, What do you want for lunch? I just a grilled cheese a sandwich. Twenty minutes later I'm like, What's happening? And yeah. then like out comes like this amazing Plate of a grilled cheese, you know. Yes. I made a little tomato soup on the side, a little bit of kale. That's just how he is. I'm definitely not. the better cook. The kitchen, oh, that's an easy no-brainer. Yeah, cook. it doesn't sound
0: like Terry is a cook. No, 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 no. 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 Okay, so I just have to ask this. Um, so, who's better at the financial
1: aspect of the business? Okay. Oh, she can't, can't touch. I can No, no, nope. no. Nope. I can spend it, <laughs> but I should it. not be touching it. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. No <laughs> All right. There. And then again, I didn't know this.
2: My question was, who handles the yard work? Oh, that's me too. Well,
0: it sounds like James does a lot. He does. He is. I am James. infrastructure.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: I am in charge of infrastructure. Uh, so I'm well, like here's the, DOT, the thing. He I is guess. not
1: afraid. Okay, I say this to the kids all the time. Like, neither one is in charge. We are both trying to do everything we can to keep the ship going. And he is not afraid to take on a lot, thank God. Yeah, he Cause, doesn't because You don't seem high-stressed to me. I'm the dude. He is 100%. If you've ever watched The Big Lebowski, yeah. the dude. Oh, okay. I'm the dude. My I'm husband dude. has watched that 100 times. That's And thank God, because I'm sort of the opposite of the dude. I'm the fiery Cuban. And so he is a good ying, as they say to my... Out. You gotta balance yes, each other out. gotta balance
0: each other out. Yes,
1: because I'm a lot... And he's calm, <laughs> so I need that. Like I bring a lot. So Terry, she's am
0: You can talk man, to mattering. my husband, and I am also a lot. Okay, yeah, in <laughs> the best way. I mean, so that, but, so would you say you're an extrovert? No, no. Oh Lord, here we go again. No, no. Now I would she, say, look, and she, I think, she was
2: like, "Should we go in that door or go in that door?" And we got here, I was like, "I don't know." What I'm so scared. I was like, "Honey, I'm not going through this with you again." I I thought, like, I get to the grocery I store that. I don't do this I don't know I don't know how to get them to come out here and get us groceries. Like, right. you, you, on the app you call them you know? uh, in my
1: okay the teacher is <laughs> yeah, in totally me, introverted the teacher in me is a complete extrovert right in the classroom especially I am uninhibited I it's where I I am truly just me right but there's kids adults is a whole other situation and I think I am extroverted because I do enjoy talking and having but. My heart of hearts, I am. I want to be in my little bubble, with, bubble book. with my book. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, and at least that's the way I recharge. We recharge completely different.
0: I think that's what defines And I it. think
1: that's what it is because yeah. if I'm gonna go and do this today, and then we're gonna go to the bookstore, and then we're gonna have a market, then the, then later I need like nobody talk to me, nobody touch me, nobody need anything from me. I need to be completely alone. He does not. He needs yeah, to like, be I need to go outside to be, and
2: weed the garden.
1: Right. And he can't be <laughs> he's he's constantly in motion, constantly engaging with people. I mean like that so we recharge totally different. So that's
0: yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm just fascinated by introverts and extroverts and the difference between the two. Um,
1: yeah, he. I mean, we are. I would say opposite in that. I, mean, I remember one time.
2: <laughs> I think there was a time where I was an introvert. That was a long time. I, ago.
1: D- I didn't know that. Um, I,
2: being the kitchen manager <laughs> at the Chimes, right? When you're 19 years old and you work with you know 30 to 50 year olds, yeah. Um, yeah, you quickly
3: become yeah, yeah, you quickly yeah.
2: become quite extrovert. And then also in that environment, I was trained by some very funny people. Um, in a very, I mean, I don't know if any of you have ever read Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen mm-hmm. Confidential or seen any of the information that he puts out there about what it's like to work in a restaurant, but it's like accurate. that dirty pirate, you know, all hands on deck, we're in this together until you, you know, uh, do something wrong and then we're cutting you down. kind of, It is a very brutal environment, but it's also extraordinarily rewarding when you're young and you're into that, you know, kind of. Pushing yourself every day. Yeah, I made a tables. Clothes. I worked yeah, in a restaurant. Okay. I
0: opened up Binagin's by the new mall. Genius. Oh yeah, genius! Yeah. Uh, I think everybody needs to work. Oh, in a Oh, I told my kids to for time. at least you at least of six yes. months. yes, oh, that was
2: the Monte Cristo, right? Oh
0: yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and the like fried a, broccoli yes. bites. Yes, yummy, yummy, yummy! I was I was sixteen years old, you know, as a hostess over there, and then I worked over at Dempsey's, a little po' boy shop, for about three or four years, and I loved it. I mean, it really is such a life long learning mm-hmm. experiment, Correct. right? A in lot. Oh, it da- it yeah. teaches you a
1: lot. It oh, every we, we joke still, we're like, don't you just want to pick up a shift and just like run every one, one mom, night at the time to do it? Because yeah. I'm like, we could make good money one night, you know, just, I would go crazy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Good money. Oh, oh my gosh. We made yeah. stupid money. I mean, yeah. Well, and that was the thing, like at the chimes, it happened to us at Whole Foods. It's like, it's, oh, it's, we just it's, went through
2: a third world country, but we made lots of money.
1: Well, but here, <laughs> here was the thing, too, that we started to realize is quantity of life was always here. But quality was down here because we were slaves to where we were. And yeah. now the pendulum has gone the other way where we have, I think, our quality of life has substantially improved. Yeah. But our quantity of life, has, you know, we've paid a price. Yeah. And so we would like to even that out a little yeah. bit. So it but sounds like you're on your way.
0: true sure. You're yeah. on your way. Yes. I believe yes. in you guys. Yes. I believe in you guys. All right. So thank you all so much thank again. You. Thank that was thank just, you. A, you know, that was... I was really putting extra prep yeah. in my stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, we are going to. So, Laney and I, we're going to take a field trip. We're going to go to Sw- uh, Sweet Baton Rouge in the. Oh, the Electric Depot. Awesome. We have, book, awesome. Books. We have then, some books here. They're lovely. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And then we're going to swing by your place. So. Yay. Okay. Yes. So.
1: Um,
2: now we'll be gone. July 3rd through the 11th, just so you know. Okay. We're going Pretty to Miami. Yeah. we got to go. We're going to
1: go see my family, which I haven't seen since the shutdown. So. Okay. Oh, That's very awesome. Yeah. All righty. So um,
0: it'll probably be after
1: that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we'll be back in
0: town. <laughs> we'll, we'll book it on our, on yeah. our calendars. Um, so we wrap up really quick. I'm going to do the, the mm-hmm. closing segment. Okay. And Maggie. <laughs> things that make us happy. Maggie's the only one that uh, I did not put anything down for things that make us happy, Maggie. Bathroom hardware. Aaron, Bathroom hardware. Aaron did it. What did he do? Remember when I remodeled my house back in the beginning of the year? Mm -hmm. The hardware, I ordered it, and it just kind of sat in a box. And I just would politely be like, do you have some time? Could you install it? Because I tried, and I messed it up instantly. Mm -hmm. It was crooked. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And he did it, and it looks... Awesome. Hardware really can't make a big difference. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're, well, mm-hmm. Considering I just opened my bathroom drawer, what am I going to say happened?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, the top three drawers the in our bathroom drawer, the, the slides have broken off the backside of every one of them, so they all... Oh.
1: <coughs> and now my little... So, yes. And if you
2: pull it out too far, it comes out <laughs> in your toe. It drives me crazy.
1: So, we're just making yeah. it work because that's where we're at right now. But, yeah, the pool makes... Pool makes a big nice. difference. Yes.
0: So, well, I'll just say that the thing that makes me happy is meeting Terry and James Highfield. Yes. Easy, yeah. Easy. Easy. Okay. I mean... I, don't, I just wish that people were sitting here with us. I can't. The, the energy and the passion, it's very... Um, people, good. you can't see Terry, but at one point she sat on her hands because she's just so <laughs> energetic
1: and beating all over the place. I'm trying to, Yeah, I'm trying to continue. So
0: right. fun. Um, anyway, thank y'all again. Uh, check them out on social media. Go to their website. I mean, I really actually Googled Red Stick Reads Baton Rouge and your it website worked? popped Woo-hoo! up right up. Okay, oh, good for you Look, it
2: was, it was customers who said, oh, by the way... <laughs> Someone was like, "You need to go on Google and claim your site. You yeah, I need to go with and claim your Becca, site." I'm look, like,
0: you need to look. Let you're me just about. tell you what: No entrepreneur has ever been a successful entrepreneur by just doing it all themselves. Right. Yeah, and entrepreneurs, especially in Baton Rouge, or you know, in a very niche environment like you are, everybody wants to help each other. Yes. even and we've what, been very, long. even what we do. Um, we do retirement plan compliance. Mm-hmm. I say that we do that. That's so mm-hmm. fancy. But mm-hmm. we handle retirement plan compliance right. for um, employers who are sponsoring a retirement plan. And so I've got some competitors that are in New Orleans and even one that's here. And I hate to even call them a competitor because they're really colleagues to Right, me, right. You know? And so I talked to one last week and I was like, dude, I need some help with something. You know, I'm the only partner here that handles that particular area of the firm. And it's just like, that's when you're like, man. I freaking love people sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love people sometimes. Alright, well thank y'all very much. We thank cannot you, wait to stop you, by y'all's you. little y'all's store and we're really excited. Thank
1: Excellent. you for having us. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank y'all. Bye everyone. Bye.
0: Bye.